0: You ever wonder why Fruit Loops look like that?
1: Cause they're loopy fruits. It's in the name,
0: dude. But then none of, none of it is fruit. It's fruit
1: flavored. It's fruit now, flavored, that, yeah. The thing that fucked me up like a couple of years ago was when someone told me, and it's true, uh, that all the different colors of Fruit Loops are all the same flavor. They are the none of them taste different. I fucking ruined
0: my day, my week, even honestly it should just be called fruit loop cuz it's just the same thing over and over again there are
1: no multiple loops here i just i believe that yellow tasted different from blue
0: that's racist man Two Guys, Two Pies, and One Why. A podcast about new things to be hyped about and regret. Mostly regret. We're your two guys, Jason Smith. I'm Austin Smith. No relation. relation. Today we're going to bring you uh, two things we're going to look forward to. One of each for me and Austin. And we're going to look at one thing that we're going to look back on or forward on that should not exist or shouldn't have ever existed. Not unlike us. Hey, Hey, what's the budget on this show, by the way? I think we're like in the red somehow, electricity alone. First things first, we should probably get started with our first buy. How about you go first, Jason? All right. My first buy ever, my inaugural buy, is an indie game named Tunic. It is being published by Finji and being developed by solo developer Andrew Shouldet. Shouldis Shouldice? Tunic is an isometric adventure game that looks to be inspired by Zelda in its gameplay. Normally, uh, Zelda is, like, especially old-fashioned Zelda, it's the, uh, the top-down 2D adventure game where you consistently get upgrades and fight bosses and explore the world. And Tunic looks very much like that. Yeah. Its worlds look very diverse. The bosses and enemies look really interesting to fight. It looks a bit difficult, but that's how I like my games anyways. Uh, More about the developer, Andrew Shouldess. Or Shouldess, I don't know. I'm sorry, Andrew, if I'm mispronouncing your name. I'm sure he'll forgive. I'm sure too. He seems like a gentle dude, because I've seen some of his developer uh, update videos. And uh, he poses some really, really, really interesting uh, videos on how he works on the flow and level design of Tunic. However, he has a really calming voice. Yeah? Like, really calming.
1: <clears throat> okay, so like on a, on the range on the spectrum here of uh Morgan Freeman to Bennett Foddy, where does he land?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. Um Matthew McConaughey, if you can understand him.
1: Oh, that's pretty calming. Yeah, he it's pretty Does he like he's... try to sell you Lincolns during the game too or <laughs>
0: He... did you know that Matthew McConaughey has his own clothing brand I did not it's called Just Keep Living. no way hell yeah <laughs> my favorite part about the Just Keep Living website though was their about yeah in 1993 Matthew McConaughey was filming Dazed and Confused in all caps struggling with the passing of his father when he was overtaken by a saying that would soon change his life oh that's actually really sad that saying was just keep living or JK living as it's now called. <laughs> JK living, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm dying. JK living. Hell yeah. His father, Pop, is the main man stenciled in our logo, logo in remembrance of Oregon. Uh, a couple paragraphs down, however, is my favorite part about the about page. JK living is not a rule book. It's a lifestyle. Because <laughs> everyone can apply it differently. We decided to start the J.K. Living family so you two can apply J.K. Living to your own life in your oh, own fantastic. way. Oh, fantastic. There you go. And and I know we're digressing from the topic already in the first five minutes of the podcast. Hey, dude,
1: Matthew McConaughey is never, never a wrong turn.
0: But before we go back to our original topic for our listeners, um, I just want to point out that he has a hat that just says all right on it.
1: He's missing a couple, but, you know. He's
0: missing a couple, but it just says, all right. And he I has...
1: Wonder if, uh, I wonder if he voted for
0: Trump. <laughs> alt-right, alt-right, alt-right. Oh, my God. <laughs> he also has a trucker hat called Keep on Truckin'.
1: Oh, fantastic.
0: <laughs> but it has the Just Keep living logo on it. You can check it out at JustKeepLivin.com. As us fans call it. That's That's true. I've only recently got gotten a part of the JK Livin family. (laughs) But uh newly indoctrinated. Yeah, the the newly in the JK Livin cult, you know? The lifestyle, Jason. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) We're uh Okay, let's get back on subject though. (laughs) Were we ever? Like were we ever on it? (laughs) That's that's true. Back on the topic of tunic though, tunic was announced uh in e three twenty seventeen around June twelfth at least that's when the publisher of the game, Finji, released the uh announcement trailer video. mm-hmm You can find more updates on the game because it looks absolutely gorgeous. you play you play as a uh as a tiny fox character holding a sword and shield. Rolling around, gathering coins, beating enemies. The lighting in the game is great. Like everything looks like per like ev- not perfect, so to say, but in this sea of uh let's say microtransaction trash. Yeah. And <laughs> that
1: that tasty, tasty uh Activision EA Ubisoft market that we're in. Yeah.
0: Some of that spicy rock star spice too, dude.
1: Oh yeah. Oh.
0: given all those games to look forward to this one looks beautiful there's a lot of love already I could see in this game and I think everyone should check it out if you want to know more about, uh, about Tunic go to tunicgame.com and uh, you can sign up for their mail list and they'll mail you some secrets you could also wishlist it on uh, Steam if you want to know more about Andrew Schuldice and his wonderful voice check out his Twitter at, at Dicey. And his YouTube, where it's just, uh... Andrew Shouldice. Or Shouldis. I'm sorry, Andrew.
1: You said they have a, you said they have a male list? Yes, they do. That's a shame. They're really kind of edging out half the market there. I mean, you'd really think they should probably have a female list, too, right? Equality is important, Jason.
0: What if I'm a toaster kid and I want to play this game?
1: Well, it looks like you're not getting on the list
0: will lighten my sockets and crunch my crumbs.
1: <laughs> Us city girls make do. A
0: city girls make do. What's the other half
1: of that saying? It's going to drive me nuts.
0: There's another half to that? Oh, yeah. I was not aware that <laughs> there's another half to that. Hold on. We city girls make do. Con- oh, wait. its Is it country girls make it's do? It's country
1: girls make do.
0: Yeah yeah oh uh, city the, girls the... by vibrators country, country girls, girls make, make do. do
2: yeah
0: oh man i how is that my own meme now though i guess so i, I <laughs> country girls make do is funnier but it's just a mouthful to say <laughs> hold on i'm on the know your meme part of uh of country girls make do right yeah <laughs> and it's just a picture of cord <laughs>
1: I, mean, I think that's I think that's what the joke is I, I know. about. Country girls making do, Jason. <laughs> I
0: I know. Dude, I'm a country girl. I I know all about it, dude. Well, I'm
1: a city girl. I make do.
0: When you're when you're you know when the, when, the, when you're out of corn, there's a there's another way to churn butter.
1: Talking about that hard poor corn.
0: That hard poor corn, dude. Hell yeah, dude. That cream of the crop. Speaking <laughs> cream of cream in the crop. Speaking of whew, leave me breathless, Austin, because I think it's time for your bye.
1: Time for my bye. Hey Jason, do you know what time it
0: is? What's up? What time is it? Four oh one? Yeah it is.
1: N- no, no it's not. Oh. Hey Jason, you know what time it is?
2: <laughs> what time is
1: it? It's by noon. Time for my bye.
0: Four o'clock, Austin.
1: Shut the fuck up, Jason. It's by noon.
0: Just tell your bye.
1: Okay. So I'm really late on this one. Uh, but there's this Netflix show that I have been loving. It's called Travelers. Uh, it's Tra- a... Yeah, it's a sci-fi show. The second season just got released like a month ago. And, oh my god, it's so good. Like, I was... I went into it expecting it to be bad. Like, pretty much any semi-low-budget, like, sci-fi show is on any platform, right? Have you ever seen, like, any of the, the sci-fi channel original movies? Wasn't one of them Sharknado? Yeah, Sharknado was one of them. Uh, they just, yeah, they have a lot of movies like that. There's one that's, like, called Volcano in New York, where, like, it's just got some fantastic scenes. Like, there's a scene where a dude burns his hand on a doorknob because it's hot on the other side, and he's like, I- oh, man! And so instead of being like, I wonder why this is hot, he just, like, wraps his shirt around his hand and opens the door, and then, like, an ocean of lava just pours out of the door and burns him alive. It's fantastic. It's it's a lovely, lovely piece of cinema. I highly recommend it. The cardinal sin of every sci-fi show or movie with a low budget...
0: There are many cardinal sins for that.
1: Oh, no, but the one that most of them commit is... Like, leaning way too hard on the CG that they do not have the budget to create.
0: Oh my god, you're right.
1: Yeah, if you look at, like, all the the CW, like, superhero shows, Mm -hmm. like, the the writing could be the best thing in the world, but you're still gonna be getting just these, like, dumbass cheesy effects that take you out of it every, like, five minutes or whatever.
0: Uh, quick sidebar, you know what that reminds me of? Huh. Like, every, like, action... I, I want to say Indian show
1: oh my God have you, the the Bollywood action movies yeah those those oh, or have you seen like uh have you seen like Nigerian action movies or like Ugandan action movies I have not oh, this is an old meme a while back if you ever get the chance look up who killed Captain Alex on YouTube Any if anyone's listening seriously like go on YouTube right now right now I'll wait I will wait you can pause this go on YouTube and just look up. Who killed Captain Alex? Like that's that's the level of, of CG effects that we're talking about here. I, I'm waiting. I'm not joking. I'm I'm waiting. Go for it. Yeah, he is. He's just sitting there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sipping my tea. I'm uh, eating some toast, doing a Sudoku. I'll be I'll be here. Take Why your time. are you
0: doing it with your pants off?
1: The Sweater is uh is enough, Jason. It's not that cold. You're
0: not even wearing a shirt under the sweater. <laughs> I mean, I like the way it feels on my nibs. All right, I'm I'm assuming uh, our only listener who went to go and uh, Google that movie experience. I prefer is back. the word
1: masterpiece, but uh, anyway, so <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about here. Where you can have a movie that I I don't know about that movie's writing because I don't speak Ugandan, but <laughs> you know they could have the best writing in the world. But as long as you got like that fucking helicopter flying away with the building like squishing into liquid or whatever the fuck that was behind it. <laughs> You know, it's, it's not, it's not going to, like, it's going to take you out of it. You know, it's going to end that suspension of disbelief. And so that's, that's one thing that I would really like to note about this show okay. is that they really don't do that shit. And like, it's, it's, it really like, it's really reliant on the acting and the writing. Uh, and the, the premise of the show, uh, essentially they are, uh, it follows this, this group, uh, of like, I think it's like five people. It's a team of five or six people. I don't know, uh, and they are from the future, uh, and like the distant, distant future, and okay. they're essentially traveling back in time, following the directions of this uh, kind of mysterious uh, director, who gives all these travelers their missions. And there are like hundreds of travelers throughout the world, or maybe thousands. I don't know. They don't really specify, but you know, there are just there are plenty of people. These are not the only people who've done this. Okay. Uh, who are just going back in time to try to essentially fix things at the root to save the future from being the shit show that it is. And it's the, the biggest like differentiation between this show and like other time-traveling shows is that the way that they, they time-travel is by essentially sending their conscience into someone else's brain, overriding that person's brain, essentially killing the person. Ah, yeah, and so it becomes like a whole, like, moral thing, not to get too far into it, because I've been really, like, I've gotten really into this fucking show, because I, again, like, I expected it not to be that good, because of, like, you know, every low-budget sci-fi show does all that shit, and it just ends up feeling cheesy, but it actually gets really good, like, it's, it's really good. How many episodes are there total? So they have 12 in the first season. I think they probably have like 12 in the second. So like 24. Each one's like 45 minutes long.
0: It's still going to be ongoing?
1: Oh, no, yeah. I'm I'm sure. Like they haven't renewed it yet. But it's... I mean, if it got a second season, odds are it's going to get a third. Like you know how Netflix does it. They're just... Oh, you got an idea? Yeah. Just, here's here's $3 million to work with. See what you can do.
0: hmm
1: You know. And so they, they will probably... Although they did cancel Sense8. And that one had a pretty big following too. Oh, fuck. I hope they don't cancel this show.
0: Hopefully not. I don't know. I I think I, I very much agree with you on the sentiment that uh, new sci-fi low budget low budget sci-fi shows end up to be not that good. I
1: mean, yeah. The thing is that it real like they really need to have good writing. And the yeah. problem with sci-fi shows is I think that a lot of networks or like production companies have them synonymous with like action. And it's really nice to see a sci-fi series that doesn't really focus that much on action. Like you know, there's action in it, of course, mm-hmm. but like. It's good to see one that focuses on the, the like, personal aspects of it. Because that's one thing that it does really well, is this series focuses on the the personal intricacies of these people. Because once they take over the person's body, they have to assume their life and identity mm-hmm. to not bring attention to themselves. Uh, and, I mean, they go about it in a way that is, I guess, as ethical as possible, where they find people who on, like, there's a record of them dying of unnatural causes, and they essentially steal their, like, you know, they, they, they like, download themselves into their brain right before they would die, mm-hmm. essentially saving the person's body while killing the person's conscience, or, like, consciousness. If that makes any sense? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what happens after they're done with their mission? I uh, mean, yeah, they keep, like, getting missions uh, sent to them by this, like, thing. It, it's a whole fucking thing. It's it's a really good show, though. Um, not to, like, give too much of it away or just spend, like, a half hour talking about it. Uh, but, no, yeah, it's... it's the thing is, uh, they focus... Like, every episode is generally focused around, like, a mission or whatever. But they spend a lot of time on the personal intricacies of these people who essentially went from like living in the future trapped in a bunker due to like the rest of the planet being uninhabitable to living in the 21st century with you know 21st century freedoms and people and like relationships that exist in these people's lives that they took over stuff like that and it's not like i know one thing that i really appreciate is in every goddamn time traveling show or movie there's always like a scene where this guy's, like, looking at something that everyone fucking knows what it is. Like, whether it's, like, a, like a cell phone or, like a, like, a car. And he's, like, huh, I wonder what this is. Hmm. And it's, like, oh, he's a time traveler. I get it. Like, that's what you're supposed to, like, say as the audience. Yeah. But, like, they really they avoid that shit. Like, I don't know, they, they basically make these people not fucking idiots in going back in time. Like, they did their research. They didn't just jump in a fucking time machine one day. The 1980s, everyone was on cocaine, so they did, like, a lot of crazy ideas, and that's why sci-fi was prevalent in the 80s. Uh, Mm. And, I mean, you know, you you look at, like, all the time travel movies that came out, whether it's forward or backwards through different means. you got, like, Encino Man, which I cannot believe is the first example that I went to. Uh, (laughs) Or you've got, you know, Brendan Fraser, who was a a caveman who was frozen (laughs) in ice, and then he wakes up in the 1980s how like half the movie is <laughs> he doesn't know how normal things work. Uh <laughs> or you've got like Back to the Future with like, you know, Marty McFly. Uh I mean, you know, going into the fucking twenty twelve and just mm-hmm. not knowing how like all the shit works that ever like so normal to everyone. Uh oh, man, who who was it that had that line? Ronald Reagan? The actor? Uh when they're talking about President Reagan. It was in the first one when they traveled back. Well, regardless. Okay, so there's, yeah, yeah, there's, like, a scene where they travel, like, back in time. And they're, like, talking about President Reagan or something like that. Or someone from the... I don't even remember. It's been so long since I watched Back to the Future. Holy shit. But, yeah, like... Yeah, he's just so confused that Ronald Reagan was the president or, like, thinks that Marty's confused or whatever. Uh And so, I mean, yeah, it's just, like, little things like that where it's really just kind of cheap fucking writing. But, anyway, all ranting aside... uh It's just, it's really nice, just refreshing to have like a a show that deals with something that's been done many times before in a relatively, like, very well developed, uh, creative way. The acting is solid and the writing is pretty good. Um, so it's just, I highly recommend it if you have Netflix. It's called Travelers. Uh, it's, it's not, you know, the greatest show ever made, but it's a really solid watch.
0: I have one question for you. Yes. That's not my answer.
1: That's me saying ask the
0: question. I would assume so. I'm not some goddamn Cro-Magnon who can't learn to know how to speak stuff. You mean
1: like Brendan Fraser in the 1980s hit classic Encino Man?
0: (laughs) He can't do normal people things, dude. He doesn't
1: do normal stuff.
0: (laughs) Just look at him.
1: (laughs) Although I guess the same could be said about Brendan Fraser in any setting. but. Hey.
0: Don't don't do my boy Fraser like that, alright? <laughs> don't do my boy Brendan like that. Come on, he was good in the Mummy series trilogy.
1: Oh man, you're, the trilogy, huh? You're referencing that Jet Li one that they did, he, huh?
0: Yeah, man.
1: I mean, honestly, we do live in a world where we can say in a specific context. Brendan Fraser was better than Tom Cruise. That's a privilege to me. <sighs> the fact I really, is, What were we supposed to do on this podcast? I, I was,
0: I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> ask me. But uh, we started talking about Brendan Fraser, which is understandable. You, tar- you start talking about Brendan Fraser, you can't stop. But like, before I start going into a tirade about Scientology and Tom Cruise, uh, I have a question for you. Ask away. If you had to time travel in the same way that the Travelers had to do, like in the same fashion that the travelers are doing yeah which person would you possess and why and you can only do it once and then you'll be back to your body back in the future your you creed
1: Hitler's dad all right all right think about it this way all right okay shoot so you're Papa Hitler, right
0: you're Papa Hitler. Mm-hmm.
1: You can raise your child better than he did With more stop, love s-
0: Stop right there Stop proper right there Stop, guidance. There. stop what? right fucking there What? I want you to look into the mirror And tell yourself That you're a proper father figure
1: Exactly, that's what I'm saying Okay Okay, well, okay, oh, okay I get what you're going for Fair Yes enough. But I mean, I can't imagine that you can fuck up worse than the dude who made Hitler. So anyway, you raise Hitler better, right, with love and stuff. Okay. And then, right, say, say you fail, right? Say you fail and he still goes on to be the Hitler that we know and, you know, don't really love in the history books, right? Except for, I guess, certain groups of dicks, but like, you know. Okay. Then you're the father of arguably one of the most powerful men in the world at that time. He's going to see to it that you live a pretty good life, you know? You know he doesn't win,
0: right? Right. But are they going to execute his father? Yes. No, they didn't. I'm Googling this. Welcome to uh, Two Guys, Two Buys and One Why, where we Google if they killed Hitler's father after World War II.
1: Oh, shit. He died in January of 1903.
0: You're not even going to get a chance to help out your son, then.
1: Is that why Hitler was a dick? Because his dad died before he like got a chance to grow up? His when his dad died when he was like fourteen, you can make Hitler better by the time he's fourteen, dude.
0: I highly doubt that. You definitely can. I can, can. I don't know. Maybe his father was the best person, but he still couldn't make it. Well, then
1: you like set up little things, like you know, like give him a, give his mother a letter to give to him on like his 18th birthday or whatever after World War One that says. Follow your dreams and become an artist. I'll, I'll, I always believed in you. That way, after he, like, got, you know, because, you know, Hitler got, like, he, he tried to go to art school, right? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. But if he had, like, a letter from his late father saying, keep chasing that dream, you think he would have given up after, like, two rejections? Hell no. He would have gone all in on being an artist. Would have made some really shitty art. Probably would have been very, very anti-Semitic art. But, you know, no one would die. That's, uh...
0: I don't. That's that's true.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at the shittiest art in the world, right? Yes. Zero people died in its production. Debatable. Okay. Uh, I guess that depends on how you define art. Then I suppose, huh? There
0: was there was the guy who cut off his ear.
1: Van Gogh. Yeah, but he cut off his ear. He didn't die until he killed himself later, but that wasn't for art. Uh, it was just because he didn't want to live anymore.
0: There's one flaw in your plan, though, Austin. What? You don't know German.
1: I mean... (laughs) I guess maybe Hitler's gonna get raised speaking English. Which, there you go. That thwarts any of his chances of coming to power in Germany. What do you mean? He wouldn't speak German well because one of his parents wouldn't speak any German. Does his mom not speak German? I said one of his parents.
0: You could learn German still at a young age, especially if you live in fucking Germany. Oh, I mean, technically he was Austrian.
1: Was he? Yeah, I believe Hitler was born in Austria. Was his mother Austrian? Uh, I can check. Oh, Clara. There we go. Yep, Austrian. Oh, damn, she died in 1907. Damn, he lost both of his
0: parents at a young age. Would you be his mom or his dad when you try and travel back? Which one would you save? Well, his mom died of breast cancer. Ah.
1: And his dad died of, like, a lung hemorrhage. So pretty much if I didn't smoke as his father, I'd be able to raise him. Essentially, yes. Yeah. So there you go.
0: Well, I think now's a good time for our sponsors.
1: (laughs) Our sponsors, it is important for us to say, are not necessarily pro-Hitler.
0: Our sponsors also are not necessarily existing, unless we state so.
1: And they're also not necessarily... Against
0: Hitler. Why don't you start us off, Austin? hitler The tasty cereal with the ashy crunch. Ever have cold feet? Too nervous to wear shorts in public? Are you suffering from severe frostbite? Well, don't worry. We'll cover you. Socks. You wear them.
1: Hitler flakes. Now frosted for that I-rike-it-a-lot taste.
0: You know, accidents happen. Things get ripped apart all the time. Tearing an important document in the office, a wire becoming frayed after years of wear and tear, your spouse suddenly becoming distant and then finding out that they were sleeping with your supervisor for the past year after you get fired, sending you into a spiraling drug addiction and gambling. Lydia, why did you do this to me? Well, worry no more. With a little bit of tape, these accidents will patch right up good as new. Disclaimer. May not work for broken marriages. You okay, Jason? Up fight. Alright, so moving forward to our why. Our why for this week is Twitch, and specifically their new terms and conditions, uh changes that they have for both streamers and viewers. Apparently, from what I've been told on the subject, is that uh Streamers will apparently be responsible for the actions of their viewers outside of the stream. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So, I mean, you know, you've heard about all
1: the drama around Twitch lately, right? With all the, um... How can I put this lightly? Titty streamers. Yes. So, that's, of course, gotten a lot of pressure from Twitch's user base on the administrator's of the website to change that shit.
0: Sorry to interrupt, but Yeah. C- can we do a little bit of background on these uh quote unquote, "uh titty streamers?"
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the titty streamers are to put it to paraphrase uh what one of them said in a completely honest moment, I guess. Back in the day before Twitch introduced an IRL segment of the website which let people just stream their lives, Uh, you had to be playing a game to stream on Twitch.
0: Those were the days.
1: Those were the days. Oh, yeah. Once they introduced the IRL section, Mm -hmm. many of the streamers who played games while also just kind of like having half the frame be cleavage, you know, your, your Casey Trons back in the day... Uh, your knee coleslaws, those ones. Your yeah, um, Amma Cutie Pies. Oh, yeah, dude. Oof. Right. That white t shirt and that luscious hair. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: those, every time he calls out for small cat.
1: Oof. Oof. Small cat. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so back in the day, you had to be good at video games or at least have an entertaining stream to a certain degree. Even if you were gonna have like you know, even if you're gonna have your titties on the screen,
0: a lot of uh, YouTubers also um, had a lot of viewership too. Just to oh, yeah. bounce off on the entertaining part. <laughs> yeah, but
1: you had to, you had to be doing something, right? Like you had to be playing a game or doing something, so your attention had to be somewhere. But with the IRL stream change, essentially, you don't have to be doing that anymore. You don't even have to pretend to like video games anymore. So what ended up happening was a lot of, I mean, you know, to their credit, very attractive girls came onto the site and just kind of started to just, like, dance around on camera uh, wearing, like, you know, tight clothes or, like, small clothes. Or in some cases, fully nude but wearing body paint. Um, and it was very much, it was, the thing is that they took advantage of a major gray area. In the site's terms of use. Uh, and it really kind of pissed a lot of people off because it really is, it's not the best thing for the, the reputation of the website. Because you're going from a website that's meant to be a place for people who like play video games to have a community around streamers for those games. That's what it, you know, and it, it like initially was on launch. Uh, and they kind of turned it into a website where a lot of the revenue is being generated by girls who, whose like only marketable uh,
0: personality trait is that they're hot. Um, I, I I just want to jump in here really quick. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely despise uh, that. Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not for the reason that oh my god, like you know respect your body and all that. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your body. You do whatever, display whatever, but I don't like how, if you're a female streamer who really cares about the stuff, the content you're putting out, I hate the fact that that's starting, that's not even starting, that's already the standard you have to have if you want to be successful in the field that you really care about.
1: Yeah, the the real damage that's being done here is it's kind of really creating a really like just sexist overtone on the website because I have absolutely nothing wrong with like nothing against like female streamers who Mm -hmm. are talented content producers but the thing is that this kind of delegitimizes that in a way mm-hmm. and I mean you know there's there's a lot of room for that on other websites but not you know the the, the big debate is do that shit on other websites not on one that's meant to be for video game streaming mm-hmm. you know there's you got your chatterbaits your porn hubs go nuts uh, and you know they, they like these types of streamers ride a fine line uh, where you know, like you, you watch the stream, and they are fully clothed, or at least not you know not showing any nip, because that's of you know that's the that's the hard line in the sand on any website, you know, Instagram, Facebook, etc. You can do whatever you want as long as you're not showing a nip or butthole, and you know then certain streamers will also like have a Patreon where if you do- like you know if you donate enough money to their Patreon, then oh look at that, you get nudes finally, you you did it, so you know it's. You can get straight up nudes from donating to people's patreons. Oh yeah, most definitely. Jesus what have you been doing with your money, dude? Come on.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the point of Patreon if that's not not what it's for? Uh, Come so on, anyway.
0: dude. When I donate to disguise toast, he doesn't give me nudes.
1: <laughs> dude, demand it. You don't want to see that <laughs> skinny, like fucking. Stop. Stop.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, I, I that actually makes bony me- penis that actually pisses me off not the bony penis but i have a bunch of friends who love streaming video games Mm -hmm. but the whole like lol like show your you know nipples on stream thing just got augmented now to the point where people who like are more about their content on stream they like they end up like people end up trying to fish for like screenshots of the person in yeah. order to, like, you know, in order to mark them as that type of streamer. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and so this is just, you know, this is all, we're not even at the the new news around this, but this is all just context for this, the climate here yeah. that we're talking about. Uh, and so in the past, what we've seen a lot is streamers who come out and complain about this system or, you know, who criticize the platform for this uh, get banned. Because essentially under the the guise of they're harassing other streamers, which is a big no-no according to the website's uh, terms of use. Uh, And they had alluded multiple times to how they were going to have some major terms of use changes on their website in response to all of these complaints they've had uh, from all these people. And I think a lot of people assumed that this was going to be, you know, the end of the titty streamers but then they came out with all the terms of what the actual like terms of use were and it is pretty much just further entrenching them uh to a lot of people dis- uh like disappointment basically what they've uh, what they've done with the new terms of use is you're not allowed to talk shit about anyone anymore like uh like you're not allowed to make jokes they, they even say like even if you're just joking around with your friends consider the meaning of the words that you are using regardless of context uh and then they have you know a list of protected classes so you're not allowed to make fun of anyone for for age uh i mean you know make fun not make fun of people for like sexual orientation and race that's fine that you know mm-hmm. that's that's okay but like you know saying you can't make fun of people for physical appearance i think that's that's a bit of a gray area uh, that, is, that is a big area. Yes, yeah, so and you can't, you know, like, you know, just basically they're outlawing pretty much any commentary on anyone. You're not allowed to comment on the quality of anything that anyone's done unless it's all super positive A-OK opinions. Uh, even going so far as to say that one of, the, one, of the, one of the terms that they are considering as harassment is the term cam girl essentially saying that if you were to call someone a cam girl or say that what they're doing is very similar to cam girls you're looking at a at least a 48 hour ban
0: to be fair since they are in that gray line you technically can't they're technically not cam girls
1: ah uh, yeah most definitely but i'm saying if you were to say what they're doing you know if uh, there are literal videos of like like girls like wearing short shorts and like putting down, like, a board on, like, the fucking ground. So, like, every time that someone donates, they, like, walk over to the board, and they, like, bend over, so the short shorts, like, right up their ass and shit, and they, like, right on the board, like, oh, man, thanks for the donation, Uh uh-huh. And, like, that's their whole gimmick. That's all that they really do. And they get so much money, because people just want to see their ass. That's some cam girl shit. But if I were to say that, as a Twitch streamer, who is someone who, you know, puts work into content, and just comment that I think that that low-effort content is like some camgirl stuff or very uh, very similar to what camgirls do on their, you know, on their websites. I'm looking at a ban. It's pretty much outlawing criticism of any form. It's it's really just... It's it's driving a nail into the coffin of of conversation and discourse, you know? I know that a lot of people, if, if a lot of people listen to this on the off chance that happens, there are going to be a lot of people who disagree with me on this. There are going to be a lot of people who... You know, who say, alright, well I don't agree With his opinion because of X, Y, or Z Or I think that he's just a dick And that's fine, tell me about it, talk to me about it We can have a conversation about it I can tell you my piece, you can tell me yours That's how a conversation works, that's how opinions go But if you just say Oh, see this person says something we don't Fully agree with, no And then you fucking ban them from your platform That's the sign of a platform That's not going to be around for long You know, if you look at any website that started to heavily self-moderate If they get too heavy handed with it, suddenly a competitor just pops up offering pretty much the exact same service without the bullshit moderation, and there goes their entire customer base.
0: You know? I don't know about that. There goes their entire customer base if there are better options.
1: Oh, no, but I'm saying, like, if if you have. Alright. If.
0: Oh, uh, shit. What, what's, what's hear, the, hear, l- hear me out real quick. Mm-hmm. YouTube. Still widely used. Yeah. There're real. There're really not many like video options out there. Oh, most definitely, yeah. And, but... and they 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 started like heavily self moderating the video content that was supposed to be put out, correct? Yeah. Uh, but it's still here because there's no better option than the only thing that they could do is suffocate.
1: Well, see, in the case of YouTube, I think that what you see a lot is you see many other websites that are specialized. Uh, So if you're looking for, like, kind of, uh, I mean, not really artistic, but, like, kind of, like, artistic videos, you know, you you see a lot of that shit more on, like, Vimeo.
0: Yeah, and, like, uh, you know, uh, students' thesis videos and stuff like that. Exactly,
1: yeah. Or if you're looking for, you know, like, titty videos. What you see is you see, like, a specialization of the other sites. Mm -hmm. But honestly, my, my biggest thing about this whole Twitch thing is that it's, like, there's been nothing to this scale. I just it's it it really like not to not to hammer home the name of this fucking podcast, but why, like why are they doing this? You know, because I, I get that they want to make sure that their 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 streamers feel safe in doing what they're doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure, like don't don't get me wrong, I know that a lot of people have harassed the the like you know, the so-called, and I I just use the term uh titty streamers, but like. I think that the biggest thing needs to be clearly defining their platform before they go banning anyone who says a negative word. And like even going so far as to say that, that as, you, as you mentioned earlier, that content creators are responsible for the actions of their chat and community, not only their own words, is just way too much. Because you look at fucking Dr. Disrespect when he came back and like Tyler One, when he came back from, stream, from being gone for a while, they had audiences of over 300,000 people. Or oh, right, just yeah. say yeah. So say one percent of that. Just get the idea to like go into like, like uh, some streamers' chat and be like, you know, oh man, we're here invading you from Doctor Disrespects Army. Uh, you know, hey, fuck you or whatever. Like they they just offend one of those like little issues that they didn't say was okay to do, and then all of a sudden, boom, that streamer gets banned because one percent of their chat went and did something stupid. I just think it's a ridiculous change, in my opinion.
0: I think this whole argument is so weird to me. Why? When you look back at certain media uh, tropes and restrictions, like way back, things like the word pregnant was a prohibited word to say on television. That's true. Very uh, tame words that are considered tame now, at least, were banned before. Yeah. And I thought that, with the progression of things right now as a society it would move towards a a more open like language as well as like an understanding of the difference between slur and humor and finding a line depending on your audience of course because you're not really born with the idea of knowing what's bad and good or what's what's very like idiotic or what's not fair or anything like that. That all comes with background. Yeah. That, that all comes with how you were raised as a person and what environment you were raised in. And I'm not saying there's no way to avoid that. There's definitely a way to, you know, get educated and learn about like different slurs and different issues and things that are right and wrong. Of course, like even yeah. if you were not raised in that environment, there are ways to step up and, you know, be politically correct. And sometimes that's needed, you know, especially in a professional environment.
1: Yeah, no, most definitely in a professional environment. I agree with you on that entirely.
0: It's uh, But what, what weirds me out, though, is uh, I expected things to be more open. But now it yeah. feels like things are a lot more sensitive in a lot of cases. I definitely like, agree. There, there have been slurs and, like, jokes and stuff that, yes, are inappropriate. Like, like at, at least, like... If you're going to do a tactless joke, my stand on this is if you're going to do a tactless joke or a joke that's, you know, quote-unquote politically incorrect, at least have some taste in it. At you least talking have it dubs be, right now? be funny. Yes. Yeah. He he's funny in the way he portrays it, you know. Yeah. And he like just because he says something that's really outlandish doesn't mean it reflects on his actual personality as a person either. Yeah. People are judging of the cha- like people think that they can judge the character of a person with about ten minutes of screen time.
1: I think that the biggest issue is that there is not a line between what someone says and what they believe anymore. Yeah, and I, because someone can say, I mean, for one, you see this a lot in the fucking comedy world, which I think is just the worst thing that anyone can do. Where I mean, we we can all agree that there's a fucking like the the biggest issue right now. In terms of limiting free speech Is an incredibly vocal minority Who are just Coming out and demanding The head of anyone who says Anything that they disagree with In terms of content or in terms of Tone and you know I mean That's, that's where a lot of these things get fostered And I, I really agree with you like it looked like For a long time we were on the trajectory of A very open conversation uh, Where you know Things are Are okay to say even though someone disagrees with it Uh, Like you know you're saying with the word pregnant I mean you know just just changes in general With society and the way that we view it Mm -hmm. But it's kind of starting to feel like Like we're on the downturn Of like a parabolic arc now Where the peak of it was like five years ago You know where where you were good To say pretty much anything You know some repercussions of what you said Was really fucking stupid But you know in general you could say anything In the correct context and now it feels like we're heading towards an area where context just doesn't fucking matter anymore. And people are just mad because someone said something that they don't agree with in terms of, like, even if it's just a joke. So we're entering, like, this area where, I mean, it's... Just, it's I'm, The old saying is, like, either everything's okay or nothing's okay when it comes to comedy and, like, making jokes and saying shit. And I think that was always meant to be a clear reminder to everyone that everything should be okay but it kind of feels like we're making a harsh turn towards all right well then nothing's okay cuz no one can say anything anymore without some fringe group coming out and getting you know coming out and like reacting to it and i'm not saying this implying that there like that no one says anything that's actually really fucked up anymore i know that shit happens on a minutely basis across america alone but I'm also saying that you have a lot of people who say things that are not that outlandish or not that offensive or not targeted at anyone in any way. And it really gets interpreted in a way where everyone's like, oh, he said something I didn't like. Let's write letters and get him fired from his job. You know, like, it's, it's just the reactions never, ever match the damage done or the, the intended damage done. I know that it's always a matter of impact over intent, but you have a lot of these situations where the intent is very very clearly innocent and the impact is really minimal.
0: I I want to end off with this observation. Uh it's 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 it's, it's like you're either everything's okay or nothing's okay. Yeah. I really think that it's the wrongest way to do it where to say that You can do this as long as it has these prerequisites. Yeah. And I... oh Yeah, this can be funny, but you can't joke about that. You can't do that. You can't say that. Exactly, yeah. Like, like, there's no filtering with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's dependent on your audience. That's dependent on the community. And that will always be dynamic and diverse. And to consolidate that by attacking essentially other people just for the stuff they have to say and i'm not gonna yeah. deny that there are people who actually throw threats and do stupid of shit of course yeah against other people that deserved like the actions that they got like there there has to be an acknowledgement that ruining someone else's life just because they said something is just as bad or even worse as a the thing they said and just because you feel satisfied from the whole vengeance aspect of it, it doesn't change the fact that you ruined someone's life. And that doesn't just affect a person. That like that affects a person and everyone around them. Yeah. That, which potentially could be their family. Yeah. Like, no one knows the full extent of the damage they did because they don't have to because they do it online. Yeah. And yet they cry... Like, some people cry about anonymity and, you know, use doxing as a way, as a legitimate way to counteract things they just don't agree with. Just something to think about. <sighs> well, uh, that was a spicy and pretty bitter way to end it off. So, let's uh, finish things off with a podcast palate cleanser. So, let's grab those oranges, folks. <laughs> so, Austin, I have a question for you, again. Hit me. If you were to move out and you had the money to, what kind of puppy would you get? Gotta say golden
1: retriever puppy. There's the cutest puppy. No question. Golden retriever puppy? Golden retriever puppy. Oh my god, there's not a bad looking golden retriever puppy. They're just fucking four legged cotton balls. They're just fantastic.
0: You're right. The, the, oh, the, yeah. those, are, those are pretty cute.
1: Oh yeah. Alright. Let me ask you, okay, what is your favorite type of kitten?
0: I like munchkin cats a lot, the ones with the tiny stubby legs.
1: Dude, who could not like munchkin cats?
0: Just aesthetically. That just about does it for us here at TGTvo Studio.
1: Thank you very much for joining us. Stay
0: tuned for more juicy content yet to come. If it it does. If if, if, if it does. (laughs) I'm Jason Smith. I'm Austin Smith. No No relation.
1: relation. We'll see you next time. Later.